When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gonzalo Montiel for Argentina. The world waits. Montiel steps up and he's put it in the back of the nets. And it's Argentina. Montiel has scored and Argentina have won the World Cup. A destiny has been fulfilled. The journey is complete. Argentina are World Cup champions. They've won on penalties 4-2, 36 years since their last, and now their national badge can be decorated with the third star. And it's a glorious end to the odyssey of their little number 10. The spirit of Diego Maradona feels presence as his heir to the throne, Lionel Messi, gets his crowning moments. Ah, oh, the golden tonsils, the golden voice of <laughs> SEN's Jordan Canelis. I'd say SEN... Uh, Football caller, but he calls all sorts of football, all types of sports. And uh, he's done a fantastic job calling the FIFA World Cup for SEN. He was getting up at 8 p.m., not 8 a.m., getting up at 8 p.m., doing all kinds of crazy hours throughout the night. But, uh, Jordan, you've uh, given us a few moments of your time. I imagine you're still feeling a little weary, but must have all been worth it when you get to call a game like you did this morning. Yeah, afternoon, JJ, afternoon, Bryce. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty knackered, actually. <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I've been awake since uh, since yesterday evening, so I'm trying to... My strategy is I'm trying to tucker myself out so I get a good long rest tonight. Um, so I'm a, bit, I'm a bit weary indeed. But, uh, but no, the, the game this morning was exceptional. It was it was probably the game of the tournament, really. There were some great ones all throughout the uh, all throughout the last month. But, yeah, that was a special way to end the World Cup. Do you know how many how many games did you call all up because you were working through the night for the past couple of weeks? Do you know how many games you uh, end up calling overall? Yeah, so I counted them up. I was doing uh, I was doing two a day at, at some point, so I was I ended up doing thirty seven out of the sixty four. Wow, wow, thirty seven games. How, how did you go? I, I presume uh, you are a, a you know a very big follower of the world game as it is, but. Some of the the players from different countries that you would have had to have memorised, and I've spoken to Matt Hill, the race caller, about you know trying to memorise silks and play and and jockeys and all these types of things. How did you go trying to memorise these 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 guys and these teams and these countries that you probably haven't laid eyes on too many times before? Yeah, yeah, correct. Um, I did a lot of preparation in the in the months leading up. I sort of chipped away at it slowly, doing prep uh, for about three or four months before the World Cup. Um, and then when we got to the actual games, it was pretty much just um, uh, sort of player faces, play pictures uh, online. FIFA are, are really good at providing us with um, with uh, name pronunciation videos where the players say their name. So that always helps as well. <laughs> um, so especially for the countries that you don't really see a lot of. Yeah. Um, and then it was pretty much, uh, luckily with, with football, with soccer, there's only 11 players per team on the park. And most players 
are pretty regimented in keeping their position. So if you know a player is playing at left back, if it's in that area of the field, you sort of roughly know it's going to be that guy. So they don't move out of position like footy too much where they all go all over the ground. Um, you, you can sort of tell which area of the of the park the players are on. And then it's just it's just kind of the, the standard um, commentator protocol of looking at the different coloured boots and the tattoos and the hair colours and the and the, the, I don't know, wrist tape or whatever, you're just picking up on those little cues. So you pick it up. I was picking it up as I went for, uh, for, for some of the really obscure players. We've just explained, Jordan, for all the young commentators out there wanting to be able to do that, that's exactly how to do it. There's the blueprint for the future. You might have talked yourself out of a role in uh, future World <laughs> Cups, but you did such a magnificent job, and it really was a comforting voice throughout the night. Whenever we I tuned in and the game was on, it was uh, always so thoroughly done. So well done on an unbelievable World Cup. This World Cup final, though, Jordan, what made it so special for you? Uh, I think it's it's because it was just it was entertaining. I mean, that's sort of the the uh, the short of it is that some World Cup finals tend to be pretty cagey and low scoring. Um, 2018, so four years ago, was a good final as well. We had six goals. Also, it was a 4-2 win for France. Before that, though, we had sort of low-scoring, drawn-out, uh, stodgy kind of games. 1-0 in extra time, 1-0, 2-0. They weren't all that exciting or controversial um, in, in the last, or particularly in the 21st century. Um, but this one, we had goals. We had entertainment. It was it was um, goal for goal. It was, you know, France would equalise. Argentina would get back in front. France equalised again. There was a bit of controversy as well with uh, some penalty calls, uh, maybe some, some non-penalties that weren't awarded by the referee. And we had the star players playing um, to the best of their ability. This game was billed as being Messi versus Mbappe, the two teammates who played together in France mm. at PSG and now on opposite sides of the park. Um, and they had been two of the best players throughout the tournament and they and they showed up in the finals. So it was just a it was every storyline that you want at the elite level of sport. The best players playing well, entertainment, goals, bit of controversy here and there, and then um, being fought all the way to the very end as well, all the way down the line to the penalty shootout. So it had just the perfect mix of everything that makes an entertaining football game entertaining. Jordan, some of the expertise or the experts uh, that that, uh, were following the game have mentioned that Argentina really opened things up, and that was probably the big play as to why it was so entertaining is because they wanted it open. They wanted to allow their players' skills to, to shine rather than, as you say, being a bit stodgy. Is that what you observed as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Argentina, they sort of, they built through the tournament. So they started the, the tournament a bit slowish uh, through the group stage. They definitely started slow. They lost their first game. Um, and then as they were building up through the group stage, they, they got a bit better in keeping the ball, but they weren't, uh, they weren't moving it fast. They were just holding it and being very patient in possession. As they got through the tournament, though, they sort of built into a run through the, the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and then the final, and they started to be more adventurous with how they used the ball. And it was that pace uh, up front from, from the young striker, Julian Alvarez, who, who just recently signed to Manchester City. He showed us all his ability now. This was really the first time that the whole world has seen young Alvarez, 22 years old, and he had a lot of pace opening up the game, getting him behind, making those sprints. Um, Di Maria, as well, the veteran who came out on the, on the left wing, um, he'd missed most of the knockout stage with injury, returned for the final and was arguably the best player on the park. Uh, and his runs in behind as well, spreading the field out on the left flank, again, getting in behind the defence, making it a real uh, sort of pace battle on that far side. 
they they allowed they allowed those attacking options to open up the game and get France running. They they France probably aren't the best team when when they've had to turn and face their own goal and scrambling back in defence. And ultimately, that's what um, gave uh, uh, Argentina the upper hand through the first uh, 80 or so minutes when they were leading 2-0. Uh, now, we love a McCaffey here at SEN, Jordan. Make no mistake about that. I imagine you had a few, but you also would have fed off the energy of Archie Thompson, who you worked closely alongside. And I heard some of his work, and he's a very energetic character. We spoke to him here on the run home uh, late last week. So I imagine... Coffee plus a little bit of Archie Thompson was the was the tonic you needed to get you through some of those difficult uh, nights when some of those games in the early stages weren't necessarily as exciting. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I'm actually not a coffee drinker, so oh, I was just my uh, Godfather. <laughs> I was just going off, off off the natural energy, but yeah, definitely definitely feeding a lot of uh, of Archie. He was uh, he was a live wire on air and off air as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, he also was uh, he was very kind in, in bringing in uh, lollies and chocolate. So I think we were we were going off a sugar rush as well for a lot of the a lot of the time. But uh, no, Archie was great. He was really good. I thought he's uh, just as a uh, as a as a radio. He hasn't actually done much radio, which is surprising because he was so good. And, he, mm. and he, I thought he got better throughout the tournament too. Um, so yeah, it was great having Archie on board and, and someone who's been to a World Cup and has played in big games and he knows those big moments. So he was. Uh, he was uh, coming from a good place when, when giving his analysis. Uh, does it now? I know you're a hard worker, and uh, working hard is the expectation at SEN. But uh, there's got to be a little spell for you now. Have you got a few days, or potentially, dare I say, it, even weeks off to to regain a bit of energy and uh, enthusiasm for 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 getting on air? I do, I do. Yeah, thankfully, I do. I've got uh, I've got. The next sort of four, I think, days off. So I'm back on back on Friday. Oh. So I've got most of this most of this week off, and I can correct my sleeping pattern, which is nice. I thought, I thought you were going to say weeks. Four weeks off. That's what I thought you. Were. I was hoping you were going to say, but no rest for the wicked, uh, Jordan. Well done. I think everyone uh, uh, that that tuned in, either you know regularly or infrequently, uh, absolutely admired the job that you did. You've uh, you certainly put your name up in lights. Uh, for the future, you're only a young man, but uh, you're a very good caller of the AFL and many of many of the other sports as well. So, well done on what you did, and uh, I tell you what, you need to get onto the coffees. But anyway, that's a story for another day. <laughs> Go and have a rest tonight. Hopefully, you can get through to seven or eight o'clock tonight. Get twelve hours uh, behind you, and you'll be uh, back and ready to rock and roll. Yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate the kind words, and uh, thank you. Well done. That's uh, Jordan Canelis, the SEN. World Cup as superstar, and he did a he did an amazing job just to be able to to charge through. And you heard him say three or so months before the World Cup started, he's putting in the the time, learning the names of the players and and the faces and the countries. Incredible effort. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me because that's how good it sounded. It was the the little things that he did so well. He's looking at tattoos and wrist tape and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Incredible so stuff. That's that's an amazing analysis. But well done to Jordan and. To to what was, as far as I can recall, one of the best World Cups of all time. Yes, and this is absolutely, uh, take this as a compliment, Jordan, if you're still listening off the 40 Winks temper text, get your unique bed match profile and find the right, right bed for you, 40 Winks, serious about sleep. Uh, I've just lost the text, but it was uh, something along the lines of, uh, I didn't, I thought that was Jared Whiteley every time I was listening, but it was Jordan. So that is absolutely, take that as a compliment. So Jordan Canelis. Our guest, uh, we're going to get a uh, quick break out of the way before we approach the four o'clock news. We've got plenty more after the four o'clock news as well. Peter Siddle's going to join us, as is Shane Rutzis 
and Mitch Creek. So hang with us, plenty more.